Welcome to Teal of Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. And welcome back to another exciting episode of T.O. Interiors. Today, Alicia, we are joined by a special guest, Akia, mm-hmm. and she is a travel expert. Akia, how would you describe yourself? Oh, that's a difficult question. I would describe myself as a human that is me, but for the sake of what's a, a title, um, creator, I do travel, but yeah, I think overall just a creator out here creating and travel happens to be a part of that journey. What would you say you're creating? Are you creating new memories for yourself or what are you Mm. creating? Yeah. Creating, unraveling this life, creating through experience, creating through design, my design here and there. I've always been a designer and just designed different things in my life. Creating, like you said, memories, creating beautiful friendships, creating beautiful relationships, creating and unlocking new parts of myself. Yeah. Creating my, my story. (laughs) <laughs> All right, excellent. So before we get to that, you know, ladies, I always need to know what you're sipping on. Alicia, let's start with you. So this morning I decided I wanted cold ginger tea. It's been a little mm-hmm. warm and I decided that I always have ginger tea. You know that, D in the refrigerator. So I decided that I would ice it with some lemon and that's it. I'm just having a glass of iced ginger tea. Mm, okay. And Akia, what are you sipping on over there? Right now, I have infused water with some oranges and some cucumbers. I just came from sound healing session, so I want to hydrate myself properly. (laughs) Hydration is very, very important. So this morning, I'm actually sipping on something that I had brewed for a while, and I've been drinking it almost every day this week. It is uh, cucumber melon green tea, and... It's hydrating <laughs> and it's it's for summer. It's a detox tea. It has refreshing, crisp flavor. And of course, I'm drinking it cold. So hmm, that is what I'm having today. Let's move on to today's topic, ladies. Today we are speaking with Akia. And Akia, she's a traveler creating experiences for her life and unraveling (laughs) and learning, but she's also a designer. So Akia, tell us about the type of designs that you do. So I started off designing. I actually went to design school. I graduated from the Fashion Institute in New York. And yeah, I used to design clothing. So I had my own clothing brand for a while called Art Thou. And that was very fun. But yeah, then I went into designing jewelry for Macy's private brands for a while. And that was like my, a big part of my adult life and actually pivoted me into like, oh, is this really what I want to do? And yeah, now in Bali, I'm out here designing around my brand, Stop Waiting for Friday, which started off from me traveling. And that was what kind of birthed Stop Waiting for Friday, just not waiting to live life, getting outside and and being in the moment. And yeah, so now I'm designing bags around that. And I have a card game at the moment that I've designed. And the card game is designed to ask questions that 
invoke us to go a little bit deeper within ourselves. So I don't know how I went from clothing to card games, but that's what life does what life does. And that's just what's, that's the creation that's coming out of me at the moment. But yeah. <laughs> how do you make yourself available for spirit or inspired action? What mm-hmm. is it that you do to prepare and make yourself ready mm. for creativity. I take care of myself every day. I pour into myself every day. So it's not really a, mm, instead of it being at this particular time, every day I am intentionally nourishing myself, whether it be with my morning prayers or my hour sits. I sit in meditation for about an hour to two hours a day or yeah, the Sound healing, like I said, I just came from sound healing and I do, I chant mantras every day and every day I'm doing something, drinking cacao, journaling, reading, listening to my teacher, being in my sanghas, practicing deep listening. All these things are constantly, yeah, are constantly putting me in the space to shed things that are no longer needed and create space for new things to be able to come. So yeah, every day it's a working progress. <laughs> How did you get to this level of understanding? Do you have like, you know, like your evolution, if you will? You know what? It's funny because when I decided to travel, it was during the pandemic, actually. I'd always travel, but the pandemic was where I'm like moving away from the United States. I'm like, I'm not planning on living here anymore. And when I left, I didn't think of, like spiritual. That was not in my scope of like anything spiritual. The word, I didn't know the word. Not to say that to even label them as anything, but these acts of care, these acts of showing up for myself and doing yeah. doing the work to, yeah. you know, be spacious and healthy. And so I didn't know any of that. And I got to Bali and I was like, I'm going to be a travel blogger. So I was just running around all the time, like just doing, doing, doing. And my friend Chelsea, I remember sitting with her one day and I was doing all of this stuff, but yet I'd always had this question about what's my purpose? Always, this will always come up for me. I will have these moments where I would feel like I'm doing all these things, but I'm really doing nothing. And I remember her saying, what if your purpose is just being right here right now, eating a soup? Because we're eating soup at a cafe. Literally, something inside of me was like, actually, yeah, what if that's my purpose? You know, just being where I am. And after that, I just started going heavily into yoga. And I, I started to learn a bit about the Vedanta and just like Hinduism and like that realm of things. And then I actually went back into like learning things about the Bible. So it just became like a playground for me of just exploring all of these things that I didn't know. And it's crazy because I was not like actually looking for any of it. And I, I definitely think being in a place like Bali has allowed me the space. I will say that I'm so grateful because the one thing that I've really gained from it is the space to be able to receive these type of things. I don't think I could have done it, you know, living in the States for sure. So for sure, life had a plan for me to come out here in the first place because I came out here and I was like, okay, I'm just going to travel. And it was just like, yeah, I just really had the space to explore all of these things and the space to, to listen, to learn, to have more of an open mind, to be willing to understand things that I didn't understand. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really good. Mm-hmm. So I actually found you, Akia, through your podcast, I Waited for Friday. <laughs> I think I found it, I want to say, maybe like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And 
And this is when you, I think, first started mm-hmm. <laughs> your podcast. I don't even know. Well, about, probably about two years ago. So when you first started, it was yeah. it was different, right? Yeah. I listened to it because you were like, stop waiting for Friday and just get out there. And I was like, you know, I love that. I love that. I love that. And so I watched your evolution. Mm. I had just started my own podcast with Alicia. Okay. You started Tio Venturius two years ago. I started looking for more things that I thought might be relevant to what we talk mm. about. And just to watch you evolve from how you were to now, I'm like, I want to talk to her about her journey because, you know, we're trying to get there every day. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because I have so many distractions here, Mm -hmm. so many fears around just like getting up and going. One of the episodes where you said that, you know, you decided to travel more and not really so much live here. I was just like, Ah, I couldn't do that. You feel like it's a distraction. I feel like, yeah, there's pressures here that I don't want to think about. You know, the whole Mm -hmm. thing of like making the podcast successful, making my businesses successful, just doing everything just to make ends meet, you know? So when I was listening to you and I watched you evolve and things like that, I was just like, huh. I need to clear my mind at some point. Like sometimes I'll go to mm-hmm. clear my mind. I feel good. And then I come back to the same noise in my head. One thing I've learned for sure, and I think this is a very important thing. We can't run from ourselves. That's the first thing. I definitely do believe in that there is like certain spaces that nourish us and allow us to be able to go into places. But I don't want to discourage people that you can't do it everywhere because I truly do believe you can. Like you can do the work everywhere, even in places that seem quite distracting. Will it be maybe some more effort on one's behalf? In my experience, I believe so, because when I go back home, I notice it's triggering. It's it's what I know. It's like old habits come up and all these different things come up. So when I'm in a place like Bali or if I go to India or what what have you not, it, it facilitates a space where it is easier to have that space of surrender and to actually be with myself in a more clear way. But I just think, especially living in the States, um, I actually now feel like we always hear you should be able to be home anywhere mm-hmm. to feel at home. Because the home is not as beautiful as we can make our space. And they absolutely do, like I said, facilitate. The space has to be clean for us to be able to receive. Definitely do think you can do it at home. You just have to really be willing to show up and do the work of I'm trying to heal. I don't want to be distracted. So I'm intentionally going to take this amount of time to not be distracted. And I'm going to commit to that. You know, I'm not going to use this app for whatever time or I'm going to sit and once a week, I am going to meditate. This is devotion. And even I still have to check myself sometimes, like show up, show up. You got to show up. You speak about just the journey. I didn't even consider the fact that when I started the podcast (laughs) to now, and without even listening to it, like, oh, worlds apart. I think definitely I allowed myself to surrender and I've allowed myself to be where I am and I've allowed myself to, to be. Just allowing in general that word, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Embodying the word and accept the fullness of that. I remember you saying, I'm just being. It's just that process of being. 
for many people, that doesn't sound like you've said anything. And in actuality, yeah. you've said everything. Yeah, definitely a hard thing. It's so simple. This is life, right? It's so simple, but it's like, I'm, a, I'm in a human body. I'm a human. Things happen. Like, I get sad. I get angry. I get happy. I experience all these things. I'm just, let it be. Like, letting it be. And there'll be moments where I do feel very spacious. And there'll be moments where I don't. And just, like, working with accepting that and... Being with that, I'm still learning that too. I'm actually just learning in the last few months to accept all emotions. Like, you know, just learning that and not trying to be in this false state of, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. When I'm sad or when I'm angry or whatever, oh, okay, anger is here. (laughs) Sadness is here. And I was also saying like, just when I was starting off, the last thing I was saying, you can't run from yourself. Like you can be in paradise. I mean, so many people, we're in paradise. Bali is literally in paradise, right? So many people still going through all of this stuff inside. So that's why I was saying, like, you can also do the work at home. And it's probably better to do it there because it's probably tenfold when you come to paradise and you're sitting in the most beautiful place and all of this stuff is still happening. You don't know how to be. Then other things start coming up. I feel guilty because I'm in this beautiful place and I can't enjoy it. And I'm still going through this and I'm still going through that. And I don't know how to be with myself and all these things, you know, so... I liked something you said in a podcast. It may have been your teacher who told you Mm -hmm. to receive all of those emotions Mm. the same way to receiving a guest, Mm -hmm. right? If a guest comes to your house, are you angry with the guest? Do you get disgusted? Are you unkind? Do you want them to leave? No, be present. You would be fully present with the guest until the time has come for that to pass and to leave. Yeah. Yes. I love that. For me, that shifted so much because it's like a weight got taken off my shoulder when I did just that. Like, yeah. accepting, letting the guests come. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, what can I get for you? How right. can we be here together? And then once it's gone, it's gone. Like, that really rocked my world just to yeah. accept that. Uh-huh. I'm so grateful because I know that's not easy to accept. We live in a world that literally tells us we should be in a state of happiness all the time. So when any other emotion comes, we don't know how to deal with it or we suppress it or we try to do whatever with what's happening, the reality of what's actually happening. And while I do believe in you can transform emotions, I do believe that is a also on this journey or process. But I think accepting it and allowing it, it comes first. So before we can transform our anger into this or transform our sadness into this and be in a constant state of joy... I think accepting it is a very good first step. Accepting those things, then you can work with it. I love it. I love yeah. that. <laughs> so let's get back to like the home aspect of it. So mm. you've left your home. Where's your hometown? I'm from Miami. You're from a warm place. How has it been leaving your home and then going to different places that have different amenities and different styles? How is that fitting in with your aesthetic in the way that you like to live life? Or do you not mind? Do you just welcome the different changes? Or do you find yourself getting little things to tweak your space? Do you always stay in a hotel? Do you stay in Airbnbs? How do you move around when you're out in the world? When I first started to travel, I would just bounce like every other day. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, I do kind of need a more spacious state where I can ground a little bit and not just be everywhere all the time. So I started to stay in places for a month long or two months. In some places, if I like it enough, I'll stay six months at a time. 
So I, now I've stopped with just the needing to go. What feels right, I just stay. But when it comes to what type of spaces I stay in, everything from hostels to four or five bedroom places alone, like in Sri Lanka, I stayed in a pretty big mansion just alone in the middle of nowhere. I've stayed in guest homes. Right now I'm actually staying in a guest house um, in Bali. I prepare to go. I'm going to India at the end of this month. And I I love staying in unique states for sure. I've stayed in tree houses and I've stayed with families like in their homes. When I first started to travel though, it definitely was a bit harder coming from a Western mindset, especially in like living in Miami and then certain toilets. And I was like, mm, I don't really want to. Especially in Asia where they have the squatting toilets. Of course, they have regular toilets too. But like if you actually are going outside of tourist zones, you get their real life. You know, you get the reality of these people's lives. And they use the squatting toilets for very practical reasons, obviously. But for me, when I first started to travel, things like that were like, oh, I don't really know. Or like bathrooms are always a big thing for me. I could be okay with like a little shabby room with the bathroom was like, well, now... I'm fine with everything. <laughs> now, there's been so many places. It's just like, you really can never 100%, unless you are going to like stay somewhere for a long time. But when you're going, going, you can never 100% have everything how exactly you would want it. So I do, I take my Palo Santo with me. I take my sage with me. I take a little incense and I do what I can with that and just make the space feel home in that way. But other times, I just take it as it comes. And I love outdoor stuff, though, for sure. Like, if I did have my way, I love the place to be mostly outside. Like, I love outside bathrooms. I'm okay if there's no air con and it's like a place for the natural air to come in. Like, the last place I stayed at for about six months, there was no air con. It was almost like anything could probably come into the place, although it didn't. But it was open in that way to so give fresh air. The kitchen was outside. The bathroom was inside, outside. It was in the middle of a rice field. So I really like to be outside. Was that in Doesn't Bali? Like, yeah, that was in Bali. So we're going to end here for now. If you'd like to hear more of the interview, then I will be releasing a part two later on today. If you want to continue to listen to our amazing conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you enjoyed this episode and you're listening on Spotify, please let us know what you think of the episode in the question. So all you do is go to our show page, scroll down, and you will see the question. And we'd greatly appreciate it if you can answer it. If you're listening on any other platform, rating this podcast as well as giving a review if your platform allows definitely helps out the show and helps us be discovered by other people if you really like this episode then also remember to share with a friend thank you so much blessings and have a wonderful day nice job ladies carry on Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. We'll see you next week.